listening to the Dad Bods podcast presented by Pun Picks and the Odds Fellow. Remember, we always cash, we always cook. And remember, just because you're not a dad doesn't mean you can have a little fun with us. Hello, everybody. I am Lockness. Wow. We are back. I am Lockbets. We are with Pun Picks. And yes, the rumors are correct. <laughs> I am filling in for the odds, fellow. Pun, how the hell are you? What's up, my friend? So it's Masters Week, first of all. So I'm wearing my Masters cap, and we have uh, Welcome of Gibraltar coming on here in about 10 minutes. Um, he is going to just lay it out on the line for us, give us some picks. Um, answer some Twitter questions and uh, just kind of let us know how he feels about the Masters. We're kind of back to a normal Masters in April, which feels great. Uh, mm-hmm. Spring has sprung. Yeah, it won't be spring until the Masters. What's it like up there in the Northeast? Is, is Are things blooming yet? Um, yeah, pun. It's, it, there's like a bunch of um, flowers popping up, you know, these trees with beautiful white flowers, pink flowers. They're coming out of nowhere. But it's awesome. It's awesome. spring is in the air. Allergy season is in full effect. Um, I, think our, I think I think the odds fellow knows a little bit. It's something about the uh, some allergies going on right now because he yes. is down for the count. He, he I gave him the night off. He he he, right. he, he wanted to power through. But yeah. uh, I, I think it's best for him to get some rest and uh, you know prepare yeah, I, for prepare for a Masters weekend. You don't want to be under the weather for the Masters. You want to get some fluids in. Get some bets in. Yeah. Get some beers in. I mean, this isn't a weekend where you want to sit around and not feel well. So, uh, uh, you know, a well-earned day off for the odds fellow. If yeah, I if think it's good that we. One. I think it's good that we address this now. This is just temporary. This is just one a one-off. The intern filling in for the odds fellow. Uh, we're we're pushing yeah. for him. I appreciate you. I appreciate. I, first of all, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, that takes yeah, a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of humility. A lot so, of heart, a lot of heart. So before we get into the Masters talk, let's talk the, let's talk some national championship. What did you think? Oh. Did, <laughs> did you, 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 you shared, you shared some bets within yeah. the, dad, the dad bods Twitter yeah. chat, which is a very tight group of, uh, of men and, and ladies. That's well. right. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, you were transparent. And uh, you got yeah. your ass kicked, let's be honest. But I mean, I, I think yeah. most people did. Yeah. Um, I th- thank you for bringing that up. I think it's important <laughs> that we stay transparent here. Because you don't ever lose. Um, so we have to at least talk about it. Yeah. Because you, you are a machine right now. You, you, you know what it is, Pun? It's it's the, the most sharply graded game, you know, of the year. You right. know, and, and for me to put myself out there with my uh, Gonzaga exposure. It was, um, it was unfortunate. Number one, mm-hmm. um, number two, my mindset was fading the sexy dog, mm-hmm. but you have to remember this is a national championship game. I mean, um, even, even with the minus four and a half spread, I mean, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be d- taking that, but um, me and guns were talking about, it. I mean, we had such a great 
NCAA basketball season. Oh yeah, there's nothing. It, it was it, it was almost fitting to get our teeth kicked yeah. in the last day. And yeah. there's nothing. There's really nothing to be to be mad about on that pick. I, and I'm bringing out the bracket now because I mean we had Gonzaga and Baylor in the finals, and we had Gonzaga winning in our dad bots bracket, so we ended up finishing pretty well. Um, yeah, I actually won a bracket contest. Did you? Yeah, my first. I don't know if it's the first time ever, but my first time winning one with like more than like 12 people. Wow. Um, so official, official, an official dad host, yeah. dad bods host yeah. wins his bracket. Yeah. Let's get a round of applause, everybody. Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Yeah, it was uh, 142 people. So it was a decent size, $25 bracket, 1200 bucks. Hello. You want to know what, what happened when I told my wife I, I had one, which was the mistake. I should have never said I won any money. That's the first mistake. Yeah. All the dads out there know. And boyfriends as well, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, girlfriends will, will shake you down for every coin you got. But um, the freaking, uh, she's like, oh, so I can buy those dining room chairs now. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, well, $1,200 pay for it. Well, well, you know, well, I have anything left. And she goes, well, they're like 1600 bucks. I'm like, Wait, so can we address this? Um, listeners at home, did you guys know that dining room chairs are sixteen hundred dollars? Um, just just cop just swipe up yes. and let us know. Um yes. sixteen hundred dollars for dining eight, room chairs. Eight chairs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it's a, you know, it's bittersweet. Let's, let's be honest, but it's, it's 1600 bucks. I was going to spend either way. Yeah. I and think this, your wife would have made you, you made you spend it either way. Yeah. So I might just put it all on the line tonight with some bet and see if I can double it and <laughs> <laughs> call my bookie and get my, my credit yeah. raised. Uh, That'd be great. But dude, yeah. So the game was good. I mean, that was, and maybe we could talk a little bit about this with um, lock of Gibraltar as well. But I mean, that thing was over from the tip, like from from the get go. Um, the last Gonzaga league Baylor had, in. the last league Gonzaga had, not Baylor. Gonzaga had was the bank in shot to win versus UCLA in the tournament. They they did not lead the national championship game. It was obvious. It was obvious from the tip, the athlete, the difference in the athletes. Yeah, um, I mean they, they made they made so many clutch shots. Like every time that Gonzaga would be inching closer to like down 10, down yep. 12, a three pointer would come and like just absolutely take off any momentum Gonzaga was looking for. Um, they look, they looked like they got out coached. I mean, Baylor looked like they were ready with a good game plan. I mean, their defense looked fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Baylor is just, it, Baylor is freaking good. They're just, obviously they're really, really good. Gonzaga, because Gonzaga's elite. I mean, they just blew, but they just, they just, they just rang Baylor's bell early and they could, they were on the ropes the entire game and just couldn't come back. They just, it was a buzzsaw right. type of, it was what Gonzaga usually does to other teams. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um, was. So what I sent to you, uh, you guys, <laughs> which like I said, being yeah. transparent, <laughs> <laughs> every time that Gonzaga would be down like down 10 down 12 I would just pepper the line and if you guys want to get a one-on-one course about what not to do please do not drink beers with Patty J or lockbets.net 
while watching the national championship again. Oh, uh, it was just a, blo- it's a, it was a bloodbath. It's on it my list. Bath. It's on my list to do. I mean, I yes, yes. I'm really excited about it. And one of the one of the the best tweets I saw was uh, about the game. Well, not the best one, but one I didn't see but got sent to me. That was funny. Was from Brendan Haywood. Do you remember him? He mm-hmm. he's a basketball player. Um, okay, he I don't played know for him. North. He played for North Carolina. He's he was probably. You know, he's, he's too old for you, but he goes, Gonzaga looked like that AAU team that hasn't played the hood team yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so I, I true. What, they man, just, they yeah. looked like they were standing still, dude. Like Timmy, freaking Mitchell got a rebound, drove the length of the court, laid it up before Timmy even left the fucking paint on their own end like it was just they were stealing they were stealing the ball from gonzaga too like like they had an amazing game plan and um, we got to get you have to give scott drew credit for his just his game plan of taking it to him being aggressive getting in their face making them uncomfortable to where they could never get into their offense um and then once they got once Suggs got two fouls early yeah, that, that set the tone, and he and they just couldn't come back from that. Um, yeah, I was hoping um, it would be a better game because I was looking forward to it, but um, I lost my yeah. Gonzaga plus nine hundred future, which sucked. But I won the bracket, so who cares? That's a better better win. Yeah. But that's uh, a nice future plus nine hundred. When did you get that? The beginning pre-season. of the season. Yeah, preseason. Yeah, wow. and, that, just and, that, sharp, and that, just sharp lines everywhere, dude. And that was the top, and that was the. The, they that were they were the favorites at plus nine hundred. They were the favorites. Yes. What was Baylor? Probably like twenty to one, thirty to one, maybe. I don't know. I I wish I could remember. It was probably, it was probably plus fifteen hundred or something, plus twelve hundred. Speaking of, of winning uh, contests, how about a quick little plug on Megan making oh my God. money? Totally. Little 10k for the girls. Nice to see her take out Rothstein, who just completely. Sucks, God, he's he's hell, awful. hell yeah. Is he the new so how, how uh, did, Rovell? How, I don't know. I I hope not because because there's only room for one Ravel. <laughs> um, well, how did it work? So so was it so Megan was in the championship and mm-hmm. she had to pick against the spread or was mm-hmm. it? I don't and she know. had Baylor. I I I didn't keep bad radio but i didn't i, didn't I keep, think uh, i didn't keep track enough i think she had to pick the opposite of whoever was i think they had to pick opposites and she picked baylor i don't know if they had to choose maybe, like, maybe did the uh draw straws or like you know a coin flip. yeah yeah Th- thumb war something like that yeah i think virtual thumb war I believe yeah bruce willis and armageddon Remember bruce willis and armageddon you know? <laughs> short, short stick <laughs> Guess he's got to stay behind on uh, the asteroid while, uh, <laughs> while I go back to Earth. <laughs> so now that hoops is now that hoops is done, we got to focus on hockey, baseball, NBA, um, and that's about it. Other yeah, than yeah, the Masters, which is coming up. But I, I am. I, I so can't get into the NBA. Can you? I'm no, no. So we we both can concur. We both can agree. Um, not NBA guys. No, I just can't. The I can't do it. Good, I just can't, I can't watch the NBA. I can't do I just, it. It's just too. The playoffs are different. And by when and when I say playoffs, I mean like after the first round. I mean the we wonders. do. We, it, 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 it's just like we spent so much time watching right uh, such a good brand of basketball with NCAA, 
and these kids that are playing great defense and great rebounding. And then like, you just watch these NBA games where, you know, yeah, the starters aren't playing like a team could be down 30 and then win by 20. I know. Um, Like, uh, and it's pretty inevitable who's going to win. I mean, that nobody's going to beat the nets. And let's not knock down anybody that spends a lot of time watching NBA, like more power to you. No, I mean, I understand. But, uh, I mean, I understand people watching it. I just, it's just not my thing right now. I just can't get into it. Um, I'm much more into hockey yeah. and baseball at the time at the moment, but. Yeah. Hey, how about baseball? Baseball's back. How about that? Man, it's so nice. And and we, let's, let's end on this real quick and then we'll, we'll get uh, Lock of Gibraltar mm-hmm. on. But um, I had a thought because I was been sitting in my office watching a lot of baseball during the day. And the crowds are what, I don't know, like, I don't know what the capacity is, 20%, 15%. It's like 4,500. It's like 4,500 people for a crowd in some of these games. So it's, it's, and I'm kind of listening to it. I'm like, man, that's so nice to hear. So nice to hear the the crowd clapping and cheering and ooing and aahing and just the normal crowd noise that you're used to hearing. Because when yeah. you're watching a game and you're doing work and you hear us hear something, you kind of turn your head, right? But yeah. before it was just fake static. So I came to the realization of like this crowd, every crowd is like the crowd in a 15 inning game. And it's only the diehard fans that are left watching yep. the game. And that's just like those sounds, like it's loud, yep. but it's it's not a full crowd, but it's like, all right, this is like, it's 30 degrees in, in the Bronx. The Yankees yeah. are in the 14th inning. It's like one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock in the morning. Kids have <laughs> yeah. to go to school the next day. So the parents are gone. And it's only the diehards that are drunk that are there watching. The yep. And that's what exactly what it sounds like. But I'll take it, man. I'll freaking take it. And we'll, uh, we'll grow from that. And Texas is going to have a full stadium, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Have they, have they had a home game yet or not? Not yet. Not yet. That's going to be sick. Did they tonight? I need to watch that. I get those local games. Um, But yeah, that's, that was my realization on the, the games that I kind of, so for all, all, all the listeners, yep, they have a home game right now versus the blue Jays. They're up five to one. So, whoa, home crowd, huh? Home crowd juice. Okay. Got to add that to the handicap and bucket. Let's add one more, uh, one more freaking box <laughs> yeah. to check. God damn. All right. Well, all right. Let's, let's get Mr. Gibraltar on. Quick break. Yep. Uh, we're back to talk Masters in like four seconds. All right. Let's go. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Quick break. And now we have our special guest. Walk of Gibraltar joining us to talk masters. Uh, he has already put out five outright winners um, on Twitter. And he needed 50 likes and got that in what eight minutes, which is pretty damn impressive, if I don't mind saying. I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've ever gotten 50 likes on a single post that wasn't, you know, some stupid, <laughs> some stupid take. But that, um, that was wild. Blown away by congrats the congrats uh, on the that first there. Of all. Congrats on that. First of all, let's check in and see how many likes you have. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on the 50 likes. That's great. Huge accomplishment. Yeah. You got more likes on your post for place than you did on the post with the place. Exactly. Which is 149, (laughs) which is funny. 
Wait, one forty-nine. You're at? <laughs> yeah. I think. So, I think uh, if uh, Bevo oh in, in Bevo Bevo, terms, Bevo, you you just you just went you just went viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You just went viral. So, so congrats on that. Um, I see. For let's do a quick recap for everybody that didn't see the tweet. You've got Rory, uh, Patrick Cantlay, Webb Simpson, Daniel Berger, and uh, Scotty Scheffler as uh, your five picks, all, all kind of staggered unit sizes. And you guys can look that up on Twitter. I'm sure there's a strategy behind that based off of the odds um, and kind of your perceived value. But um, what else are you looking at? Do you have a favorite one out of those five that if you had to pick one, you would pick? Yeah, it would probably be Cantley uh, mm-hmm. of those five. You're right in the in in the in uh, also also Logbet's his name and nickname in high school, Cantley. But, yeah, Cantley. <laughs> yep. That's that's lethal. That's lethal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started I started the card with Rory just because of the number. Like I was Rory surprised McElroy. you took that when I saw you. You were like, I just can't He's, not. But is it's it swing similar. Back? It so. It may or may not be, but it's similar to two bets I've hit Uh uh, over the last couple of years, one of which was John Rahm at Memorial when he didn't come into the week swinging great and his number ballooned up to like 20. And I was just like, I don't even care. Like, it's John Rahm, his long-term form. Like, he's still top three player in the world. Like, I'm taking him. And he happened to win. And then similarly, uh, I did the same thing this year with Justin Thomas at the players. And I even tweeted that. I, I even said, like, this reminds me of John Rahm last year at Memorial. He doesn't come in swinging great. He's not typically the guy I would target at TPC Sawgrass. But this number is insane. I'm taking him. And he happened to win again. And that's kind of how I feel about Rory. He's definitely not playing his best ball. Um, I like the fact that he missed the cut at uh, the, or not the cut, but he didn't advance in pool play mm-hmm. uh, in his last tournament in the Dell match play. So he's had like a week and a half to, to get the swing right. It's not like he's playing awful. Like he's he's got some T20s or, uh, you know, some top 20s in his last couple of starts. Like he's not playing terrible. I just feel like with Rory, when, when he, he'll finish T8, and people will be like, what's wrong with Rory? Um, so yeah. he's fine. And obviously, he's got great history here. And he's had a week and a half off. And I think he can find it. Well, he's a gamer. And he's won, like you said before. I, I like I like your parallel between him and JT. Because JT didn't have any form coming into that tournament at all either. He turned it on. He was having personal issues, obviously, as well. Um, exactly. And then Rory's that obviously shows, in, uh... his head, in his head about DeChambeau right now but um you know i think as sharky waters if dechambeau uh, comes out and plays shitty it might hype rory but go ahead go ahead mr sorry 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 i i was just i was just chomping at the bit uh as sharky waters nation would say um (laughs) the disrespect the disrespect for Don't Rory put McElroy. that disrespect on my name. Do not put that disrespect. I, I'm going with Lockheed Gibraltar here. I love seeing a guy that is usually like plus 800, plus 900, you know, mm-hmm. plus 700, you know, usually at the top of the, the pack. And if you can get Rory McElroy plus 1900, you know, I mean, I love mm-hmm. that. It gets, it, it tickles me pink personally. Um, and also Cantley, I mean, you got to think that his day at the prom is coming up soon. Couldn't, you know. couldn't agree more. 
I did. Uh, so I, I got some stats uh, for for you two as well as the listeners. Uh, over, oh, oh, some saber metrics over the last three months. Um, minimum twenty rounds required here. Uh, strokes gained data. So across strokes gained putting around the green approach, off the tee and tee to green. Right, an aggregate of all those stats. The number one player in the world has been P- Patrick Cantley. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which wow. is wild. And if you go further down on my card and you notice a trend, the number three player in the world has been Daniel Berger. Um, so I think the metrics pretty much bear out or, or speak to why I have both those guys on my card. I think they're, they're both kind of those t- the types of players that aren't quite, maybe, maybe can't, can't lay is now, but not quite considered with like the elites, you know, the Roms, the Rory's, the JT's of the world, mm-hmm. but usually they're in that next tier. But if you look kind of deep, as far as the strokes gain metrics, they're absolutely been right there with those guys. Uh, so at, at their respective numbers, uh, I thought they were pretty much no brainers to play. And, and they both can't lay damn near won this thing two years ago uh, with that Sunday right. charge. Uh, Berger, not quite the history that Cantley has, but he's had some good showings. Uh, and I think they both have the game that translates, you know, to playing well at, at Augusta. So feel pretty good about those guys coming in as well. Now, uh, Lock of Gibraltar, uh, intern here, intern.net. Um, quick question for you. <laughs> what would you say is the, um, like, if you had to put three of the most important uh, keys to victory? So, three of the most important keys to victory of beating Augusta National. So, what would you say those three factors for, you know, somebody to come into Augusta and, and, and win this damn thing? In order uh, from most important to least important, the top three, I would say, number one, most important would be strokes gained approach. It's the cliche uh, that a lot of the golf media or people will use that Augusta is a second shot golf course. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's it's certainly true. Generally speaking, the the best metric to look at at Augusta National um, in terms of like predicting success is strokes gained approach coming into the week. Uh, so that's number one. Number two would be uh, strokes gained around the green. Um, so pretty simply put, you're going to miss greens uh, and you got to get it up and down. And that's uh, of higher importance at a place like Augusta with diabolical greens. Uh, and, and that that kind of comes into fruition with like course knowledge as well. Like you got to know where to miss. If you're going to miss, you got to miss on the right sides. Otherwise, you're just boned which I think is part of the reason Augusta is so fun to watch on TV. Uh, And then third would be strokes gained off the tee. So it's true that you can get away with more at Augusta off the tee. You can kind of spray it a little bit. The pine straw is not as, um, you know, much of a jail cell as like, uh, like being in the woods or or anything like that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a U.S. Open setup as far as. Rough, exactly. rough length and stuff, I guess. Yeah, you got you got pretty much no rough. So it's true that you can get away with more. But if you can place your tee shots in, in good spots all week, you're going to get a huge advantage. And, and that's how you hit the par fives and two. That's how you really kind of separate yourself from the pack. So I'd say uh, one approach, two strokes gain around the green, and then three off the tee. Very cool. Very cool. Perfect. Good to know. Gonna- I kind of want to get get your idea or what your thoughts are on these three props. I like I like betting these because um, it gives me a reason to watch the whole tournament. Um, the first one being the winning seventy two hole score um, this year, 
and this this might vary a little bit by book, um, but I'm seeing at 276 and a half. Um, I don't know if that's standard or not. Do you have a cal- do you have a calculator? What would that uh, break down to per round? Would you say? Uh, would that be like a minus twelve? It's usually like a minus eleven or twelve. Um, let's see what the masters. I'll look this up. Um, but that's when I wanted to hear what you thought about. And then the other one that'll be a little bit easier is the like the lowest and highest rounds, sixty four and a half and eighty four and a half. Um, those are fun. Well, to bet well San, you, you well, always have, just remember, you always have a, you always have a shot. So Sandy Sandy yeah. Lyle is in the field. Let's just remember yeah, that. So. It, it, it's a very good point. It's a very good point, Lock Bats. Uh, Sandy Lyle is indeed in the field. Is there um, any value at Sandy Lyle, by the way? Can we just get that out of the way? Uh, he's plus 500,000, I believe, right now. Uh, or is that plus 50,000? Uh, is there yeah. any value value play? He's striking it well. <laughs> he's striking it well. The guy, the guy right. knows his way around the course. Uh, um, yeah. I so think in terms so of – minus, uh, So minus 12. Minus 12 wins you the winning score. So minus 11 would be under – I would probably take the over. I would too. Because of the rain. I think uh, a a lot is being made about the difference between how the course is going to play the first two days this year compared to last year, because last year was in the fall. It was a much And when you say over, do you mean the score will be like better than minus 12 yeah that's what i mean so the uh, under so, you would take so the, the under. under yeah yeah sorry yeah, i know sorry. what you, I knew good, what you meant good clarification <laughs> there um but i was gonna say a lot of people are talking about how like the course will play a lot firmer and a lot faster compared to last year when it was in november and it was much softer uh which i think is true of thursday and friday but the forecast looks like some substantial rain which uh, should soften it up. And I think especially for the longer hitters should allow them to kind of get after pins a little bit more. Hopefully no uh, delays. Hopefully no delays, but there's some potential oh, for some. No delays, no delays. So it is springtime after yeah. all. It really, no delays. Yeah, delays are just always brutal. Uh, but I think for that reason, I would lean, I would lean uh, a better score, the under. Uh, that also is a little bit of a factor with the Rory pick, by the way, just to tie that back in. Uh, if you look at his big wins and like majors and bigger tournaments, generally speaking, they're on longer, softer golf courses right? Uh, for whatever that's worth. Um, and then if you go round by round, uh, I don't know if anyone's, anyone's going lower than 64. If it was flipped, if it was going to be softer on Thursday, Friday, maybe mm-hmm. I'd say somebody could, could, get under 64 it's gonna be tough to do that on a weekend round saturday pins are usually a little bit tougher than sunday pins and then the sunday pins there's a ton of funnel pins and a lot of birdie holes out there but it's sunday at the mate at at augusta um so pressure wise it's always tough to go out and shoot something better than 64 so i'd lean i'd lean that nobody would get under 64 uh was that number 64 or 64 and a half 64 and a half Mm, that's tough. I'd still so, probably to put that into context. DJ shot sixty-five. That was his lowest round last year. Um, is it, yeah, is Augusta a par seventy? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Oh, seventy-two. Excuse me. Sorry, but, but it but it's a par sixty-seven for Bryson, according to him. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of come around on Bryson. I, I used to 
I used to be hating on him. Um, and I think that was a popular take. Yep. For some reason, I'm kind of with him a little bit. Um, here's, here's why I can't come around on Bryson. And pun, you actually know this, but lock bets. Just so you know, my first appearance on the Dad Bots podcast was to preview the U.S. Open last year. And I, <laughs> and, and I strutted my ass on this podcast, pretending I knew what I was talking about. And I predicted <laughs> Bryson to miss the cut. And he, of course, went on to, <laughs> to win the U.S. Open. And for that reason, I, I He's out. This, I, yeah, I can't get behind him. Oh, the golf expert golf expert <laughs> so just to put just one more quick thing on the um on the master's scores the last the last three have been minus 13 or better um and then um the last what four out of five have been better than that as well so i don't know if they're expecting i don't know what they're expecting with that line but um it seems like it usually trends better than better than 11 and a half. So under, so um, I will be taking that under and that's more fun to root for. That's like, that's like taking it over in a football game. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably join you on that, to be honest. That's good. uh, That's good um, knowledge there. Um, So what, what's the pick? So that's the first official masters pick that uh, under 276 and a half. It is juiced at 150 minus 150. So you might be able to find, you might be able to get a better, a better some better odds on a different book but i'll, I'll do um, some shopping we'll do some shopping and get back to you on that one um the hole yeah. in one no hole in one it's always fun as well it <laughs> seems like there's always a hole in one it seems like there's always a hole in one every right? time i bet no hole in one there always is one so I just yeah. i'm gonna go that. i'm gonna go out on a limb and say sandy lyle's gonna have a hole in one that's, <laughs> that's it you gotta find sandy some lyle. odds on that you gotta find some odds on that you know, he'll be like plus 15. And then like, you know, uh, at the end of his round, like right before he gets cut, he'll just hit this beautiful hole in one that they, they pan off to. Oh, Sandy Lyle just hit a hole in one. <laughs> Let's bring it Rory. back to 1985. We've talked Rory. We've talked, uh, you know, all of your other picks. I you, do didn't have, name. you didn't have your boy Finau in there. <laughs> I uh I didn't. I, I think I, if I you like could only see week. the smirk. If you could only see the smirk, because you know he wanted you know he had him checked. I think time. I think Locke of Gibraltar has been off Finau lately. I've been trying to tease him the last few yeah. weeks. I've been commenting, I've been in his DMs, I've been like, yo, Locke of Gibraltar, what about your boy Tony? I, I, I he's, all he's, that. no love, no love I, lately. I can confirm all that. I, I, I like him this week. I think I'll look. I do have a, a matchup uh, that I'm going to back him in, uh, which is minus 115 over Patty Reed, which, um, Re- I mean, Love Reed's, Reed. Reed's no slouch, and obviously he's, you know, he's won here. Um, but I like Finau's form uh, a little bit better. But ultimately in the outrights market, I just haven't really liked his number. Um you know, ever since he's went on this absolute heater where he was just finishing like T2 every single week, the market has has finally kind of caught up with that. And I haven't seen a number where I've really liked to to, to back him at. Um, so I'll take him. I'll take him minus 115 against Reed. Um, I, I like him there. Um, maybe like a top five or top 10 potentially, but honestly, the numbers aren't that great for him there either. So he likes probably the... the- 
he likes the course it seems like but it's hard to win your first ever tournament he's not he hasn't won right it's hard no. to win your first ever well, tournament at yeah. the masters has that ever happened wait he's never won wait he's, he's, got, he's got one oh wins. yeah he won yeah a it's puerto, puerto rico yeah yeah exactly. which is like the, yeah. which is a kiss of death i think for hey, exactly. you can't for, you cannot forget yeah. the puerto rican open come on well now. you win the puerto okay. rican open and you just don't win again there's like a weird hex on yeah, that it's tournament. True. It's true. Shout out. No laying up guys, but yeah. Uh, so, so this just came across my desk. This is brand new. This is brand new is information. It just, it, it just got shit. across my desk. Uh, DraftKings is offering their normal nationality props. Um, I am eyeballing <laughs> the Australians, the Aussies. I got to play I, on this. Oh, oh you do. I oh, do. Per- Who do you perfect. have? You go first. You go first. Um, well, I'm eyeballing Cameron Smith. I mean, uh, plus 175. Cam Smith has been balling out. He is uh, my guy. Dude, I, balling he, he out. He is my guy. I actually had him at last year's Masters uh, at 80 to 1. He was, what, two strokes back? He finished right. either solo second or tied second. I was going crazy for him. He, uh, he has probably earned me more money than any other human being or team (laughs) in betting the last two years. I had him outright at what was it? The Sony or one of the Hawaiian tournaments Mm -hmm. last year. He won for me. Uh, He just always cashes, but I actually am going to have a play on Leishman as the top Aussie plus. That was my second. That that, that was my second one, actually. Plus five fifty. I was looking at. Yeah. Oh, nice! I got five hundred. I got. I, I have DraftKings. Um, yeah, because well, my my mindset is I'm just taking out Jason Day and Adam Scott. Um, so if you take those popular picks out, you're looking at Mark Leishman. He's staring you right in the eyes. Exactly. He's going to be head to head with Cam Smith. The Aussies are going to be going after each other. Mark Leishman's been no slouch the last few weeks. He's been he's been balling out too. Exactly right. Exactly right. He's been playing well. He he's got some good finishes. He's finished top ten at the Masters a few times. He always makes a cut here. Um, and yeah, like Cam Smith, I expect to play well. Adam Scott, obviously, you know, he he he's won a Masters and has had some other good finishes. Right. But like he, right. he's not hitting. He's not hitting it well. And no. Jason Day's kind of been all over the place. Um, you know, he those guys could show up and play well, sure, but. Uh, as far as a plus 550 number on Leishman, um, I, I actually took that. So I'm am, I am on that one. Wow. So I am actually placing that right now. Thank you, Lock of Gibraltar. When I, when I lose, I'll, I'll be sending you the bill. And when you win, <laughs> send me 10%. I'll be, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, one question I wanted to ask you, um, Lock of Gibraltar, was does recent form – does recent form really hold true for the masters or is it kind of a, like, does it matter that Spieth won last week or does it matter that JT won the players or does it matter that Rory looks bad? Like, or is this just a masters is just a different animal. You got to throw out what happened last week. It's a new tournament. It's a new focus. Like what do you what, what are your thoughts on that? Because everybody's on all over Speed's nuts right now because he won and everybody's excited because you know his wrist is finally not hurting and he can swing again. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I get the Speed love. I I, I love Speed. Like yeah. nobody makes me 
lock into a golf tournament more when they're in the mix than Spieth. It just, I don't, I can't even describe it, but uh, I, I, I'm a big Spieth fan, but, mm-hmm. but I, and I get the love to answer your question directly. Wh- what I've found at least personally, and, and who really knows the answer, but in my opinion, short-term form is critical, but I, I think you got to look past like the last few weeks. I, mm-hmm. I like to take like three months um, and just make sure I'm incorporating uh, at least like 20 rounds of golf when I'm looking at uh, guys coming into the masters. You want to see how they're trending. Um, you want to see where their short-term form is relative to their long-term form. Uh, and and I, as I say this, I guess that it might sound like I'm contradicting myself because Rory's short-term form is worse than his long-term form. I just think he's a special case uh, and like, he can heat up at literally the, the drop of the right. hat. Right. Um, so I, I think there's no true perfect answer. If you ask me though, my opinion, you want to take into account like at least a month, two months worth of data, at least like call it 20 rounds of golf uh, and see how guys are hitting it coming into the week for sure. I, I don't really look at just last week, like the fact that speed won last so week. So maybe FedEx right? cup, maybe a little FedEx cup standings look at, that kind of is a good indicator for this season on how people were playing as well. Um, yeah, you could use that. I, I use data golf for pretty much everything. They have both a free mm-hmm. and a paid and a paid version. Um, you can get a lot of good stuff out of the free version, but I, I sacked up and, and started paying those guys. Uh, and nice. a, a lot of that stuff is it's pretty lethal in terms of what you can do looking at strokes gain, breaking it down by month, breaking it down uh, by, you know, even individual grass types. Yeah. It's yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah totally. So it's pretty, it's pretty big time uh, stuff that you can get. And there's other sites that do it too. Um, but I just use data golf and, and that's typically my go-to on all this stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Is there any dark horses, anybody that's maybe throwing out a, a DraftKings lineup or is looking for a guy that's, you know, plus 7,500 and, and, worse that you would look at i mean looking at it right now um i mean i hate to say it sergio's been playing really well Um, i was actually gonna say that too like plus 7400 for sergio or maybe some sort of a sergio bet might be on my radar what about you yeah first of all i agree on sergio and lock bets asked me you know what matters what stats matter you know mm-hmm. and and i said approach and and pretty much nobody in the world has been better than him strokes gained approach in the last few weeks so yeah uh he's he been playing great certainly he's he been playing great putt. he just can't putt man it's just fun. what i what i also find about sergio and i don't like to back him often I, I this might not be true uh if you look at the data but i just feel like whenever i feel good about sergio coming into a week <laughs> he, he comes out and shoots like 78 in the first round yeah it doesn't make I the know. cut I know. exactly i know at but, least but i do uh i do like his form coming in uh for me i think that guy uh is mike wallace matt matt wallace um, there's a little inside joke you know laying up guys call him I'll call him Mike Wallace, but the guy absolutely flushed it last week. He, he led the field in strokes gain, tee to green. Uh, he's been hitting it really well coming in. And he's a guy who a few years ago was like, can't miss guy. And I don't, I don't know what happened to him, but he seems to be finding form again. He's been playing really well. And last week he played really well. He looked uh, really solid, really. He, his problem is yeah. he, he's kind of a temper guy. So you got to kind of, 
If something oh, yeah. goes wrong, he blows up. He's got a what he, about he's, he's a psychopath, to be honest. He's got a bad rep. We all are. We all are a little bit. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. What about first off, uh pun, I, I yeah. want to know what book what what book do you have, Sergio at plus seventy four hundred? My I'm local. seeing draft I'm seeing DraftKings at plus six thousand. My local. Uh it sounds like pun has an edge over there. I don't know <laughs> what yes. book he's got over there. Send me some cash. Um, I'll get you I'll get you down. Um I think yes. I what about uh what if now listen you know i'm i'm not great with outrights i'm usually good with good with matchups um what about a guy like lee westwood you know is it is it his time to go to prom yet or is, is he kind of just like a uh like a, a hot dog you know a hot popular dog that people are going to take and he's just gonna he's just gonna lay down I, that's a good question. I honestly, personally, don't know what to make of Lee Westwood coming into the week because he's he's come damn near close to winning this uh, tournament several times, as well as several other majors. It's it's a shame that he hasn't won one. Um, he obviously came close to winning the back-to-back tournaments, losing to Bryson, and then I forget the following week who who uh, edged him out. Um, but I don't know. I like. I think he should play well, but yeah. at the same time, I think he could be one of those guys who you think could could play well, and he's kind of a popular pick and ends up, you know, bombing out. Ends up going to going to Hooters with his uh, with his girlfriend, his, yeah. his loving uh, engagement. Exactly, um, which is a cool vibe. He's got her on the bag. It's kind of cool, but I, I definitely love it. I think I think yeah. it's good for his head. But he didn't totally. have her. He didn't have her last week. I noticed. I so. think he rotated in like his son or something. Potential. Man, okay. Matt, Matt okay. Wallace is plus ten thousand. Yeah, oh that's that's crazy. I got him. Uh, I got him locked in for a top twenty at plus three hundred. So that's the play I made on him. Um, I was thinking about going top ten, but I figured top twenty might be a little safer. What do you think so, about uh, what do you think about the um, like the top seven? Would you do those? You know, big seven to win or big five to win? Do you ever do those kind of bets? I don't. Um, I, you know, this, I, I this one's DJ, DeChambeau, Rom, Spieth, JT, Rory, and Cantlay. Um, you can take all those seven guys for minus 120 um, on mine. And it's just, I, mean, I never, I don't know. It's the do not I don't know. I don't, is, know. I don't is, know how to like mathematically like. I don't either. You know what I mean? Like it sounds, it sounds great. Like those guys are all obviously, you know, top of the board, and that's the point of the bets. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I generally don't know what to make of those. I agree. Those are usually a little gimmicky. It's like when FanDuel yeah. gives you like a, a profit boost, and it's, it's like, it, is that mathematically even in my favor? It's like yeah. you know, D, DJ Abraham answer or Justin Thomas to to, to win a matchup. Is answer even? A, I don't think answers in the field. Is he in the field uh, this week? No, uh, something happened to him, right? Or something happened to his caddy? Oh, I not his caddy. His caddy's a legend. I love his I, caddy. I gotta check that out. Actually, I'm gonna look that up. Uh, no, no, I see him. No, I, no, actually, I see him. I see it. Well, he's in. He's in. He's in DraftKings. It looks. Speaking of who um, else is not in the field is is my my main <laughs> my main squeeze, Ricky. Who? So so pun. I, I, yeah, now I'm curious. Uh, you yeah. know, Locker Gibraltar is talking his butt off about his picks. Gun to your head. Who you got this week? Um, gun to my it, gun, literally to my head. It would be um, JT. A, gu- a gun's picks to your head. 
<laughs> no, gun to, gun to my head, it's it's almost JT every tournament because I know he's going to be in the mix. Um, and he, he's another guy that I, I kind of like those odds, man. Those are those are those aren't his, bad odds for you. He just doesn't. He he just always shows up. Um, he's a gamer, and um, it's a popular pick and it's chalky. But you know, gun to your head, that's what you're going to say. Gun to my head, underdog. Man, um, I do not know. That's a tough one. It would have to be somebody that had won it before. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like like a Rory or even like a Mickelson at plus 10,000 or something. Wow. A nice fill weekend, that, 2021. That would, be, that would be fun to watch. He, he didn't play bad last time he was out there. Wasn't he kind of in the mix? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. I like I mean, the JT. I can never, the he ran out of board. juice, I think, at the end. Um, lock, lock bets. Who, who, who do you got? Who's your guns picks to your head? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I going into this show, I liked Sergio. I liked JT. Um, uh oh, Sergio. But, but, but I think, I think, gun to my head, I'm gonna go with a young guy. A young guy, a young man who's been playing a great brand of golf, not getting the recognition he deserves. Scotty Scheffler plus 4,500. Ooh, I love it. Gun to my guns, picks to my head. Scotty Scheffler puts his hat to the side a little bit, doesn't look like he's tucking in that much. Dude just fucking loves being out there. Do you know where Scotty Scheffler was born? Is this a trick question? Was he a Jersey guy? Jersey guy before he moved to Texas. Get the hell out of here. Yep. Yep. Family. I, I think it was Ridgewood. I think it was Ridgewood. Uh, oh, wow. They, they moved when he was young. So Jersey guy's a bit of a stretch. But he was he was born up here, spent his, spent his first couple of years up here. And I think that's what oh. gives him the grittiness. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew I liked him. I knew I liked him. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, when I see Scheffler um, out there, I think grit. That's the first thing I think for <laughs> sure. <laughs> last uh, last year, I had the most fun rooting for Scotty Scheffler was making birdies. I was on him and, and Cam Smith, as I mentioned. Those two guys, I feel like are kind of similar, although they're from opposite ends of the world, just like <laughs> dogs who are like always firing at pins. They're going to make bogeys, but they're going to scramble their, their right. asses off. I, I, I love those guys. I, I, I like Scotty this week for sure. Last two questions. He's from, he's from Ridgewood, New Jersey. You're right. That's crazy. Ridgewood. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Last Locker two questions. We'll get out of here. Um, yeah. What do you think about Hovland? First of all, I mean, I Hovland's know. the man. Uh, like to me, he's he, just a machine. He keeps everything in the fairway and hits greens. He he's a machine, and that's exactly right. Fairways, greens. He uh, kind of got boned from not being able to play last year because of the qualifying and like yeah that was a weird off. yeah it was weird but but as an amateur he finished I think like thirty second or something he had a pretty good showing um, I, think I don't he know won if top he... amateur yeah yeah he did good call yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know although his chipping has been way improved this year I don't know if he quite chips it around uh, well enough to to win but like. It would not shock me at all if he was, you know, firmly in the top ten and kind of in the mix all week. And then my other, my other poke, Matthew Wolf. Is there any <laughs> chance he can dial it in and keep it long enough? Keep 
keep I it love... on the reservation long enough to, to yeah. win this thing because he's got to keep it on the reservation. I, I, mean, I love Matt Wolf. Um, like any guy in golf who has like a unique swing, and his is certainly the most unique we've seen in a long time. I, right. I just root for those guys. I love seeing that outside the typical like cookie cutter, you know, same plane swing, country club swing. Exactly. Cause you got, you know, hacks like us who, uh, who like to kind of envision themselves out there. You like to see it. That's that right. Kind of swing. Yeah. Um, but it's just tough. Cause like he, I think he had a little bit of a wrist thing going on. He shot what, like something like 85 at, uh, the concession, something horrific. Yeah. He's, um, when he's yeah, good, he's great. good. When he's bad, he's bad. I think that's the yeah, deal. exactly. This is a course that he should be able to eventually, I think, play well at. Um, I don't know. I, I I kind of have a feeling he's going to play well this week. Um, he might be a decent long. Uh, what what's it, what are his odds? Like ten thousand, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's at the bottom, ten thousand. Yeah, like I wouldn't necessarily put a ton of money on it, but he might be a decent guy who like. Because if he finds it, like like you said, like he can go out and he can he can win this golf tournament. Not a bad hey, what, He's uh, plus two seventy five for top twenty. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate bad. that. Um, I'll be rooting for him. It's tough to it's tough to have to, a lot of confidence in him, just given his form over the last few weeks. But um, I think he's kind of like a microwave man, and when he heats up, he can heat up pretty quick. So. I kind of don't hate him. Like whenever he's got long odds, I, I I don't I think he might be worth a little bit of a a couple shekels. If the course is yeah. soft, it probably helps him. Totally, totally, because right. he bombs it. He bombs. It also it. helps Reed because he's going to be able to get all those impacted balls removed. You know, fixed. And... <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Look for that. Um, we well, got to get him DQ'd. Intern.net. Do you have one last question for uh, our esteemed guest? Last question. Um, I, I I really wanted to touch on the Jordan Speed hype. Uh, I think it's really insane for people to be really hammering him down uh, coming off a win. I mean, I, I, I just don't like the public pick with that, but um, we did address that. We addressed um, Hovland, which I was going to ask. I think Hovland's a guy that it's uh, – you know what proved me first before I put money on it. Like, you know, I, I just got to see him do some more um, at the masters. Um, last name I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to leave you with this. If we can get a Sunday with Matthew Wolf in the final pairing and a guy like um, Francesco Molinari, <laughs> if we could get that television and I have a nice uh, stout, and I'm watching the Masters. I think my Sunday will literally be made. Um, but no, I I, I think we touched everything. I think that's a good question to ask. Good last question, everybody. What's your what's your dream final pairing? Perfect. I, let, let, let's hear it. I got mine, and it's 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 a it, it, it's brute force versus kind of the <laughs> artist, and that's Bryson. I don't want to see Bryson contend at all. But I think it will be fun to watch Bryson and Spieth mm-hmm. be bucking wow. their heads wow. down, the, down the stretch. You get a guy who's just surgical, so precise, iron play, just does everything yeah. uh, so well. And it's just like the, the artist shaping shots. And then you got Bryson, you know, the new school, just kind of bombing it and gouging it. That would be, that would be fun to watch. I think um, 
just for my eyes, I don't think I would like this as, I don't know if I would enjoy watching this, but I think it would be polarizing if it, you had like a Bryson Patrick Reed final day. Um, oh, that would, be that would just no. be just just because of Twitter. It would be just oh my god! Oh, It'd be the best god. day on Twitter. It, it would be ever. the best day on Twitter. Um, so <laughs> oh, let's let's god. root for either disaster or like you know like a speed JT final would be awesome too. Um, oh yeah, that'd be great too. Yeah, just, no, you're right. Just any you know either conflicting styles or or similar styles uh, make for a fun round. Well, we did it. The Masters preview is done. Now all we have to do is place some bets and wait for Thursday. Cash tickets. Do you have any, do you guys have any plans? Where are you going to watch? I'll be back in Jersey. No, no real plans. Um, I might have to sneak out and get a round of golf in myself, which, which, which I, I do want to mention. Mm-hmm. You are going to see lock bets and lock of Gibraltar on the same golf course soon. I can't. I can't tell you exactly Coming soon. when. Coming soon. Can we film be, this and put this on YouTube? Uh, we'll like, we'll uh, get some content. Can we get <laughs> some content? content. I, I would. We'll get some content. There. I need to be there. We need some drones. Some transfusions will be flowing. Ooh. It probably won't be oh, yeah. this weekend. I got a. I got a bachelor party the following weekend, so it won't be that weekend. But it's it's gonna happen. It's and when coming. it does, it's gonna it's be coming. electric. Sounds like he's gonna squeeze you in, Mark. Sounds like he's gonna I'm be happy squeezy. about that. You always <laughs> like to hear that. You know, you like to keep your friends that have these memberships at golf courses very close to you. You don't want to get them pissed off. Keep them close. Um, but yeah, no, I can't wait for that. Uh, I think in closing, I mean, then I think we all can agree. I don't care who the fuck is, you know, going to win this thing in the long run. I mean, we want to win our tickets, but I'm just fucking stoked to be able to watch golf nonstop for four days straight. At Augusta, I can you know, care. it's gonna hey, be great. Man. I Get got your popcorn ready. To, that that's it. I got nothing else to say outside of that. Well, fellas, enjoyed it. Uh, enjoy the Masters. Follow uh, Lock of the Gibraltar at Lock of Gibraltar. Follow Lock Bets on Twitter. Follow me at Punisher Picks. Follow the Odds Fellow. He's not here. But still follow him. Get, be- get better odds, fellow. Get and better. follow the dad get, odds get for, for more content. And uh, good luck on your wagers, fellas. And uh, let's talk soon. Maybe we can uh, chat on Twitter about our plays and uh, hope for a good tournament. No rainouts, no Monday finish. Let's let's get this thing in, get it going, and uh, get some winners. Let's All go. Right. Thanks for See having you, me. Fellas. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's the show. Thanks, guys. All right.